I speak to you in the name of the one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Now, first and foremost, I want to express my appreciation to this community for your prayers, warm thoughts, and even your meals during this time. It was something special to be joined in prayer, to have our family join in prayer during the service earlier this month. And it was a gift, and I'm especially grateful. So I want to thank Rob, and I want to thank you all here at St. John's for including our family in prayer. Your efforts have been a blessing during this time of new life in my home and in my family. I guess you could say that I'm somewhat inspired to think about new life and wish to explore with all of you another aspect of new life. The prophet Ezekiel, he provides us with an almost cinematic rendering of a vision that he experiences. God places him in the middle of a valley, a place of death and desolation. And there's nothing but dried out bones as far as the eye can see. And God asks him, can these bones live? This is not a rhetorical question. However, this doesn't seem to be possible. As instructed, Ezekiel prophesies to the bones, and little by little, the bones start to animate. First, there's a noise, a rattling. Then the bones start to piece themselves together. Sinews, flesh, and skin then follow. And this once desolate scene now looks entirely different. Instead of a valley of dry bones, now we have a multitude before Ezekiel. Then with further instruction, he prophesied to the breath, and we have new life. All were restored. Who were these people? What happened to them? The text tells us, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Almost 600 years before the arrival of Jesus, Jerusalem was conquered by the Babylonians. Their city was pillaged, and the people were driven out of their homes and forced into exile. Not only that, but the temple was destroyed. The center of faith and life for people that were promised that they were God's own, was taken away. These actions sent these people into a crisis of identity which also affected their spiritual and political lives. They were without a home. They were without hope. We see that God is tasking Ezekiel to bring them hope. In the midst of all of the judgment that the book of Ezekiel provides, here he lets the people know that God will bring them back home to the land of Israel to take them out of their graves onto their own soil and they shall live. This may be one of the 
earliest accounts of resurrection found in our scripture that speak to what is believed by both Jews and Christians about what happens after death. What happens with new life, new life and what that looks like. Now from this we can answer the question confidently, can these bones live? The correct answer is no. The bones, the valley, the hope that was lost is already gone. Despite the tasks that were given to Ezekiel, he's not ordered to bring anybody back to life. From our scripture, these bones were restored. They have new life when God affirms, I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. The literal breath of life comes from God and God's actions in this world and in the world to come. Our gospel affirms the possibility of new life through the impossible. Jesus is in Bethany with his friends Mary and Martha. Their brother Lazarus has died and Jesus is heartbroken over his good friend. Lazarus has been dead for at least four days already, and both sisters blame Jesus. The sisters and many of the people there are without hope. Jesus knows what he has to do, and with the community present, commands Lazarus to come out of his tomb. He comes out, and Jesus instructs those around him to unbind Lazarus and let him go. Now the people were right. Lazarus was dead. However, Jesus questioned what they believed. This is not a lesson against grieving those who have died, but a reminder of how we are restored. Martha believed in resurrection, but Jesus had to let her know what it meant when he said, I am the resurrection and I am the life. Whoever believes in me, even though they die, will live, and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Although reanimated, Lazarus was not alive until he was unbound. Also, it's important to know how Jesus cared. He wept for Lazarus, even though he knew that Lazarus would receive new life. We come near to the season of Lent. We look within ourselves at the areas that are not life-giving. We all have our own version of dry bones that we witness to in our lives. We may not, like those ancient Israelites, have been conquered and had everything taken away, but we have experienced loss and many changes. Changes to how we live and how we interact with one another. Since coming to St. John's in the fall, I learned about how vibrant this church was and how vibrant this community was and how that changed in the last couple of years. 
Now, I cannot say that it's my arrival that is leaving the church to a second wind. But we are definitely experiencing a new life. This place each day is experiencing restoration. As individuals, we should be asking, what are those experiences of change, loss, or death? What are those dry bones within us? Is it our relationships? Our spirituality? Are the tasks that are before us impossible? What are those areas where all hope is lost and we experience despair? What are those areas that we need God to intervene to help to restore us, that bring us into new life? We soon move into Holy Week and finally Easter, the celebration of new life and resurrection through Jesus Christ. But we first have to deal with his death. We also won't be able to know or experience resurrection and new life without allowing God to act, to breathe new life into us and to unbind us from all that does not give us life. Not all who are present are truly alive. Let us remember restoration, new life. Let us remember it comes from God. And we're not called to do the impossible, nor are we called to avoid the places in our lives that yearn to be restored. Let us continue to seek restoration. And let us, with hope, continue to embrace new life. Amen.